What's up? This is Mal. What's up? What's up? What's up? This is Gab. <laughs> you just had to outdo me. <laughs> um, and this is Their Eyes Were Watching TV, a TV and film podcast. Uh, this week, we are remixing it a little bit. We aren't going to talk about one particular show. We're just going to go through a bunch of news and kind of some musings on things we've been watching. Me and Mallory have been on, you know, some some long work hours and some vacations. So I feel like I've missed so much and have so much to get caught up on. So this yeah. is always the fun place to do that. Yeah. So let's, uh, I guess I'll dive right in with a little news tidbit. Uh, they finally have a release date for the live action Little Mermaid film. Oh. <laughs> that <laughs> date. This. Yes, that date is May 26, 2023. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was like, next week? <laughs> 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 ah, nope you gotta wait a year damn but you'll get to see our girl Hallie Bailey star as Ariel or <laughs> Ariel <laughs> a 90 day fiance <laughs> Ariel <laughs> <laughs> Melissa McCarthy McCarthy is playing <laughs> Ursula thank you Jeff uh, <laughs> sorry I'm getting tongue, tongue tied <laughs> oh, Aquafina as Scuttle David Diggs as Sebastian and Javier Bardem as King Triton. Mm. So it should, you know, we'll see what it's about, you know, we'll see. I'm very excited about it. I think her voice is, she has that like angelic voice. I think it's going to be perfect for Ariel. Oh yeah. I think she's going to do well. I just wonder, is this going to be like, I don't know is it gonna be like aquaman you know is she gonna be like cgi swimming in water i'm just i'm curious how mm. like the i know like that intro scene where they introduce all the sisters it was bomb in the disney like 2d <laughs> version so i know it's gonna be amazing live action but i just uh, yeah i'm just i'm interested because you know how like the lion king was like you know little animals that were voiced by humans i, I don't know mm-hmm. yeah like is, is david diggs gonna be a human or is it gonna be <laughs> i feel like it's gonna be a little uh, cgi yeah that mm. would be really weird if it was like a full-size man in a <laughs> crab costume crusty <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> the crab <laughs> Um, so we've got two shows that have been canceled, uh, all starring Black women, unfortunately. Oh, no. Queens on ABC mm. has been canceled, which I'm very confused because I felt like I heard a, like announcement say they got renewed for season two or like Eve was coming back for season two once she had her baby. Yeah, that sounds familiar. So I'm I'm confused. It, it was a popular show. I don't understand yeah. why it's getting canceled. I loved, yeah. you know, hearing all these artists, namely Brandy, every week. <laughs> <laughs> um, or 
Ray J's sister every week. According <laughs> to Jack Harlow. Jack Harlow. Um, so yeah, Queens has been canceled, unfortunately. I hope they're in talks to potentially get picked up somewhere else. Um, oh, yeah. I hope. I, I don't know if that's true. That's just... I, I, no, I just, I forget that's like a thing. That would be awesome if they get picked up. Yeah. Uh, another show that is trying to get picked up by another network is Naomi. That was Ava DuVernay's uh, superhero drama on C- the CW. Oh, yeah. It got canceled by the CW, but funny enough, the CW is currently going through a sale. It is trying to, I guess, you know, sell itself off. So a lot of people think Ah. that's why they pulled the plug on the show, because they're not trying to be, you know, in this anymore. So they are shopping themselves around, trying to get a deal with someone else. So hopefully it gets picked up. It's kind of like an offshoot of, uh, I think, like Superman somehow. Yeah. But I had been meaning to watch it. I never actually did. I'm feeling a little uh, overwhelmed by all the superhero content (laughs) that is available. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Just like, I kind of want, give me something else, you know? they're really giving us everything in their catalog like every superhero every sidekick every villain yeah. and they're not all good you yeah. don't need all of them <laughs> right so r.i.p to that show on that network but hopefully they can get picked up by someone else yeah i hope so so a sequel to the 2018 comedy thriller a simple favor is uh planned to uh be i believe coming out on amazon prime so of course simple Hmm. favor um it starred blake lively and anna kendrick and they are set to reprise their roles as the main characters okay did you see that movie i did but i'm trying to remember how it ended okay spoiler alert if you haven't seen it i i remember blake's character was like lying about her identity or something like that Um, fake her death or something i believe yes or like she like faked going missing Mm. but i like i don't remember a ton about the movie but i'm just so excited to see more of her character's wardrobe because mama was dressing the house down she was she was she was a bad b yes yeah so i'm mainly excited about that from a wardrobe perspective but yeah okay that's cool i hadn't heard about that it's interesting i just saw an ad today on my tv you know when you have like those banners across the top Mm -hmm. and it was for a simple favor (laughs) oh wow <laughs> yeah <laughs> look at look at that subliminal Mm-mm-mm-mm. yeah getting you ready for the sequel always always <laughs> drag uh, your memory priming you grooming you <laughs> a lot but all right <laughs> oh gosh andrew garfield he's stepping away from acting he says he needs some some time away uh 
which is like bold. I, don't, I mean, I guess people maybe quietly say that, but he said it in an interview, um, specifically after his new show that's coming out on FX, I believe, Under the Banner of Heaven. Uh, I guess apparently it was like very tough material and content. So he said, I need to recalibrate and reconsider what I want to do next and who I want to be and just be a bit of a person for a while. Because as you know, that is a washing machine, that award season. So not that I'm complaining about the recognition. I just need to be a bit ordinary for a while. And that is some great awareness. I am, I am proud of your boy. I think he said he was inspired by Simone Biles and, mm. you know, her decision to step away at the height of her career at the Olympics. You know, if she can do it, then it's possible and life can still go on. You can maybe not be the total version of yourself that you saw, but you're still like proud of what you're able to accomplish. So I think that's pretty awesome. You go, Andy. <laughs> Andy G. I do really like Andrew Garfield. I mean, I, I, that's great. I'm glad he is recognizing he needs to do that i wish the rest of us could do that <laughs> like i wish i could just take like a month's sabbatical for my job but you know i mean i guess I, technically i did take a, like sabbatical from work um but i i you know i was grieving it was a death so a little different circumstance That's, yeah yeah bereavement leave is a little yeah different yeah but you're right i i mean yes i would love a sabbatical where i still get paid <laughs> oh yes that part <laughs> <laughs> definitely need paid time off yo mtv raps is coming back after being off the air for nearly two decades <sighs> oh <laughs> you're not a fan damn why just call it something else why why you can never you can never capture the magic <laughs> that was yo mtv raps or rap city just call it something else okay well they're not bringing back rap city <laughs> just yo mtv raps <laughs> i'm sure it's next i'm sure it's next but it's it's gonna be on Paramount Plus. So it's, <laughs> it's not even. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's not even actually on MTV. But uh, <laughs> all the more reason to call it something else. <laughs> this is stupid. Yeah. The show originally ran from 1988 to 1995, and uh, the new edition of it is going to be hosted by battle rapper Conceited and DJ Diamond Cuts. Uh, so if you don't know Conceited by name, you might know him from Wowin' Out or the uh, gif of the guy in the red shirt and the brown hat making that like, I don't know, face. You know what I'm talking about? He's he's the guy that makes the face? Yes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what a claim to fame. All right. <laughs> Meme famous. Okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> I, I mean, get that's, famous. <laughs> yeah, this is, that's a huge, like, I mean, I know all of us have used that plenty of times. So. Oh, yeah. I never knew that was like a famous person. I just, yeah, he's like a New York battle rapper. I didn't, like, I don't watch battle rap. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah so good for him and dj diamond cuts is a woman dj so love that and now lady dj and and now you are a licensed dj yourself so i'm sure (laughs) sure you're a big fan of that certificate holder (laughs) 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 i am no dj diamond cuts by any means but that's nice that they're they're giving a lady some shine that's cool yeah rap being so male dominated i'm glad they're having her on there as a co-host but like is conceited like i mean you know i mean i know like new york dudes are just like they're pretty animated to begin with is he does he have the like zhuzh to carry a show do we know um i i don't know i have never seen him in live action outside of that gift so i couldn't really tell you <laughs> ah, somebody tell us out there <laughs> maybe i'll go try to youtube some of his battles oh yeah yeah that could be fun <laughs> are you looking forward to it i really was did i watch I don't know if I watch Yo MTV raps that much. I was very much into MTV jams that Bill Bellamy hosted. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I watched uh, MTV raps as much, but I don't know. I mean, I'm like, it, it's fine. If they'll show me music videos, I'm into it. I, just, <laughs> I want a place where I can watch music videos. Like, really? and I don't yeah because like i now like i never watch music videos so they'll be like really popular songs i'm like oh there's a video for that because like there's not like you know like in the morning like you would turn on like mtv or bt now there's no like you know video countdown shows or anything and i'm not gonna go on the like youtube and type in stuff one by one so uh, or it's like it's not on bt it's on like bt soul you have you know it's like the offshoot channels yes mtv classic or whatever exactly yeah so and then if it's that then there's videos i saw like millions of times uh yeah like usually unless it's like you know a video that's like people are talking about a lot or a beyonce video i usually don't see it same yeah i know if it's i'm not going to youtube you're right yeah Yeah. (laughs) you're right i just really want to see it um okay i mean when is that airing uh premieres did i say wait on paramount plus oh my god i'm not getting paramount plus (laughs) to watch that no but did you not have paramount plus for and all star is going to be on paramount plus or is it vh1 i'm hoping vh1 well, because the last All Stars was on Paramount Plus, was it? Then I don't know how. Yeah, I watched pretty it. sure. Pretty sure. Are, are you sure? Well, I don't know how I watched it then, but I thought it was on VH1 still. But I don't know. I guess I'll check the bootleg app. Yeah, 
I mean, you know, RuPaul loves jumping around with these shows. To VH1, Paramount Plus, World of Wonder. It's hard to keep up. All right. Who has the time? <laughs> right. Mm-mm-mm. Um, we're getting another superhero uh, <laughs> film. This one starring uh, Benito Antonio Martinez Ocasio, better known by his stage name, Bad Bunny. Okay. Uh, Bad Bunny is going to be the new Marvel hero, El Muerto. And he is getting his own standalone comic movie. Uh, I have never. Oh, he's getting a movie. A movie, girl. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Do, has he acted anything before? I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure. But he's in a whole movie. Um, it's supposed to come out January 2024. And it is about Juan Carlos Estrada Sanchez, who is a wrestler whose powers are handed down by ancestry in the form of a mask. In past mm-hmm. comics, El Muerto has gotten in the ring with Spider-Man himself oh wow so what is spider-man wrestling though <laughs> Child, which spider-man is... that too right i don't see peter parker doing that <laughs> or mouse morales <laughs> yeah are they gonna do another into the spider-verse what is that yeah oh, i think it's been wait. announced oh uh spider-man into the spider-verse a sequel to the latter just pushed from a december 2022 release to a june 2023 release (laughs) you're like an angry toddler (laughs) (laughs) oh i like that i'm excited for the next movie but you know like all the marvel movies got pushed back because of covid so everything's on like it's an animated film (laughs) they couldn't do that workout <laughs> I don't think it's necessarily the work because like even with like uh like Black Widow, Shang-Chi, like those movies were supposed to come out, I think in 2020. And so I think they were done, but they got pushed back because of COVID, because they want as many people to go see it in the theater as possible. Mm-hmm. So then all the movies like got pushed back. Mm. Hurry up. <laughs> well i'm I'm excited to see what bad buddy's gonna do with this i know he um i think just put out a new album i've seen some friends talking about it on uh social media so i wanna i wanna listen to it K-Rico. <laughs> i was i was not in k-rico i was in chispa thank you <laughs> So sticking with oh wait, what are you about to say? What are you about to say? No, go ahead. <laughs> are you about to talk about UNC? I wasn't, but go ahead. <laughs> Speaking of UNC, did you hear that uh, Armando Bacot? Bacot. Bacot. Not Bacot. He is supposed to be on season three of The Outer Banks, the Netflix show. I did see that. They've been uh, kind of making, you know, 
uh, loving jokes about it on like the Carolina fan pages and stuff on Instagram. So yeah, yeah, it it'll. I think I might watch it just for his little. Scene. Wait, actually, I sent that to you on Instagram because I was like, we need to talk about this episode on the podcast. Okay, I mean, this is the new section. I'm sharing it. Yeah, but I'm just. <laughs> Did you have it in your list? I thought you were about to say it. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't mean for this episode. I was saying we need to talk about that episode of The Outer Banks. God, I thought you was getting petty about the news. Like, this is my news. Like, damn. No. That's why I was like, why is she having this reaction? <laughs> no, 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 no. When the episode comes out, I want to talk about it. <laughs> I'm... <laughs> like calm down um, <laughs> you got it but <laughs> i've never watched outer banks before but i will definitely watch it for mondo yeah gotta support gotta support our boys i'm so excited um everybody's coming back yeah and we got some some new good recruits so mm-hmm. going to the ship we going to the ship <laughs> gonna have redemption part two mm-hmm. so uh going back to mtv uh this is unfortunately a much less fun story Uh-oh. but uh do you remember choppa from the band diddy's first group from um yeah. making the band mm-hmm. so choppa was charged with sex trafficking oh goodness yeah he was arrested last month in maryland actually um apparently he unknowingly was uh speaking with an undercover detective on instagram uh which led to a sex trafficking operation investigation being started on him and he allegedly invited the detective uh to be part of his stable and told them to pack their things for a flight to charlotte which is really scary because I've heard Charlotte's like a big sex trafficking hub because it's like kind of like right in the middle of the East Coast and there's like two interstates that go through it. So yeah, Um, but yeah, it's very disappointing to see this is, you know, what he's up to. Guess Diddy didn't let him on the last tour. Oh yeah, no, that was all uh, like OG bad boy only yeah and i saw something else where freddie um who was in the band he said um something like he hate the reason he hates his life now is because of diddy wait who was freddie freddie p i think was he the honestly i was trying to remember he made the band oh uh, i think he was the was he the bald one uh his name started with an n ness ness oh i remember freddie freddie yeah he uh he had like uh little short locks dylon <laughs> no dylon <laughs> not dylon 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 you know i remember dylon yeah the band's freddie p says diddy is why he really hates his fucking life wait wait and who did who did you say just got locked up choppa oh i was thinking choppa was freddie 
Uh, oh, I always remember Chopper because I felt like he kind of looked like a knockoff Lil Wayne. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he looks like he'd do some stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Oh, okay. Okay. Now I have the wrong people in mind. But... <laughs> oh, man. Dang. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. And I also, uh, I mean, <laughs> nothing what? to do with TV. Nothing to do with TV, but I saw, you know, Diddy was uh, kind of dating um, Young Miami. Uh huh. And so apparently he's been having an on again, off again fling with this like, I don't know, she's an Instagram model or whatever. I think her name is Jenny Wynn. Uh, and uh, Carisha and her got into it on Instagram. She posts, Jenny posted a picture with uh, Diddy. And so they were going back and forth. And I didn't know, I thought this was like a new thing, but apparently he was even messing around with Jenny when he was with Cassie and apparently uh when that affair came to light that's what made Cassie walk away for good I had no idea um I mean did he his pimp hand must be getting tired because I feel like his other chicks (laughs) you know (laughs) they didn't they didn't talk about each other you know everybody knew what was up and was on the bus what's going on maybe because they don't have his kids i don't know but i mean is he claiming either one of them like why are you fighting over nigga that like well apparently claiming you i don't know if he's claiming anybody but apparently he just flew um young miami to uh the virgin islands for her birthday not too long ago so okay he's rich that's nothing to him <laughs> yeah i mean i i don't understand why he's messing with you know these women who could be his daughters and also, he well true but also i said jenny her name is gina so um but I, and i don't know how old gina is if he was messing with her back when he was with cassie i guess she has to be in her 30s at least but um yeah Anyways, getting getting way off topic, but I just I don't know. Date somebody younger, Carisha. I mean, I'm just saying, like, do your thing, Carisha. Just don't get attached. Like, don't be on social mm-hmm. media. Like, okay, you know, either care or don't care. That's true. You're, you're a city girl. What are you right. doing? Uh, you're supposed to be teaching us. What's up? <laughs> right. What's up? This is not in the the code. Code. Uh, so Mama Winslow from Family Matters is coming out with uh, I don't know why she's talking about this now I saw this. but <laughs> this is like such a non-story story you know like <laughs> i mean i have you looking at jaleel white a little sideways but but she either well so <laughs> so Jill marie payton better known as harriet winslow the beloved mother on family matters 
says uh, back in the day when they were filming the 10th episode of season nine called Original Gangsta Doll. <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking ABC PGIS title. <laughs> right, right. And then, the, and then the fact that he wanted to fight her. <laughs> <laughs> claims that uh Julia White who played Urkel uh, <laughs> <laughs> wanted to fight her on this episode because I don't know what happened but somehow during the episode he did something I don't know if it was a mini stunt or what but she wasn't she was questioning if it was up to kind of like the the code and I don't know procedures of like the set so she brought that up, apparently voiced it, and she said this little boy like berated her, wanted to fight her, and <laughs> uh, she said, he said something about, she must want to start a melee. I said, what's a melee? <laughs> he said, a fight. <laughs> I turned around. If he want to fight, I would. <laughs> And apparently Eddie Winslow, her son, played by Darius McCreary, uh, grabbed her and said he was going, you know, whip her, his behind on her behalf. So she says she chalked it up to, you know, he didn't have the same etiquette, on set etiquette as everyone else, but she blamed the adults around him. She said he was just a kid and he needed somebody to like teach him how to behave in public and in Hollywood. And unfortunately he didn't have that. So she kind of went in on his family. (laughs) But again, I don't know why she's talking about this right now. Why this is coming to light. I didn't even Google to see if uh, Julio had a response (laughs) But she she has long since forgiven him and chalked it up to him being just a just a child. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm glad Eddie held her back because she has that like old school mom energy. Like she <laughs> yeah. would have torn him apart. <laughs> yep. I could imagine like because I mean Urkel like I mean people called the show Urkel. Like to be that young, to be that famous, like I'm sure, especially if, yeah, nobody was like reining you in. I'm sure he probably was like um, super annoying, like at best to work with on set. <laughs> right. Uh, but I thought that that tickled me. That was a very random, <laughs> random uh, fun fact <laughs> about family matters <laughs> that she shared with the world <laughs> not a melee <laughs> oh, what's, a, what's a melee <laughs> oh my god <laughs> so i guess still sticking with mtv did you hear that um there's going to be a daria did you watch daria first of all not really oh that's disappointing i'm sorry <laughs> but there was a black character on the show named Jody, 
Mm-hmm. And so there is going to be a spinoff about Jody. Oh. Yeah, but originally it was like supposed to be a show, I think. But now like it's uh changed and it's going to be a movie. I think it might actually be on Paramount Plus too. But yeah, it was originally supposed to be a series with both Daria and Jody in it. And then in 2019, so that was 2018. And then 2019, it was supposed to be a standalone series about Jody um, with Tracy Ellis Ross, like voicing the Jody character. Hmm. So I'm kind of like disappointed because I would have loved to have had a series, but uh, yeah, it's supposed to be, um, I guess just now the standalone movie. Maybe that'll if it does well maybe that'll branch off into a series but um so yeah tracy's gonna be jody william jackson harper uh from the good place and from love life mm-hmm. he's going to play mac who was jody's um boyfriend on the original daria okay so is this animated or live action uh, and i'm pretty sure it's animated okay. <laughs> yeah i don't think these people are gonna be playing high schoolers okay <laughs> And then uh, Alex Moffat from Saturday Night Live is going to play uh, Jody's internship coordinator. Uh, Dermot Mulroney, um, is, of course, my best friend's wedding and a bunch of other stuff is going to play uh, the CEO of uh, Jody's internship company. Um, Cal Penn is going to play um, a fellow intern. Kofi Sirabo is going Ooh. to, yeah, he's going to be jody's handsome uh, but not so friendly supervisor at her internship and, wait and this is animated yes <laughs> <laughs> we just established that this <laughs> is interesting they played an attractive man to be the attractive ah co-worker i, I mean he has an attractive voice too so mm. i get it <laughs> And then uh, Dulce Sloan from uh, The Daily Show is going to play Cass, uh, Jody's best friend from college and roommate. Okay. Very nice. I like, I like, I like it. Yeah. I was a really big Daria <laughs> fan, so I'm pretty excited about this. Okay. Well, cool. I, I don't think I ever knew Daria had a Black best friend. Well, no. Jody wasn't her best friend. Oh, who was Jody? Jody, she was her classmate and they were cool. Oh. But uh no, Daria's best friend was this girl named Jane. But I did like on the show that Jody would talk a lot about like the extra pressures and stuff of being black and like oh. like her and Mac were like very I feel it's cliche to use the term. They were very woke, especially for this to be like in the 90s um and so mac was on the football team but like he wasn't like you know a a meathead jock whereas like another one of the main characters kevin who dated the head cheerleader Brittany, they were both like airheads basically all right i had no idea okay i might go give daria a try i own 20 years later (laughs) i own the dvd set if you would like to borrow it i don't have a dvd player well it's like in the basement somewhere you better crack it back out (laughs) (laughs) just for daria yeah i'm sure it's streaming somewhere paramount (laughs) plus maybe (laughs) apparently
apparently everything's on Paramount Plus, so yeah, it probably is. <laughs> I'm sure you've heard about Jesse Williams' Broadway play, Take Me Out. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, I have. Yes, I have. I don't love how you said that, but... <laughs> It's black where it counts <laughs> wait is he mixed or is he just light skin he's mixed oh is he mixed okay i can't yeah. remember i think his mom is white dad black ah okay so yes as cam has alluded to some nude photos from the play take me out have leaked where jesse williams does full frontal nudity in a shower scene so um i mean i can't lie like (laughs) (laughs) bachelor trip (laughs) so yeah that was what the first thing that that was like new york's only a four-hour bus ride it's like a like 45 minute flight like yeah Um, are the tickets sold out i mean i don't think so so what's funny i was talking to one of my friends and he was telling me he's going to new york this weekend to see the play and i was like now did you buy these tickets before or after the pictures he was like what you think they i think like phones were prohibited right yes this is the best marketing they probably got (laughs) yeah i mean and also it's like i mean in 2022 like of course like people are going to take pictures and there's a thing like have you been to places where like they give you that little pouch that like locks no so like the only time I like what it sounds like they're talking about like um I went to Paisley Park like Prince's home uh-huh. um back in 2019 and when you go in you have to put your cameras in like these little uh fabric pouches um that lock and then at the end so like there's like you can't take pictures through most of it and then at the end there's a part you take pictures and they're like the little things you can use to unlock the pouches so I'm imagining that's what they have for this play. Mm-hmm. Um, but of course, you know, you slip it in your purse, slip it in a pocket, you can easily get in with your phone. So I'm just like, are you really surprised that like somebody took a picture? <laughs> like, right. of, of course they did. But like you said, like, I'm sure their ticket sales are through the roof now. Oh, yeah. I was wondering, like, is, because Jesse, he was dating, um, was her Taylor Page, mm-hmm. the like chick from uh, uh Zola. Zola. Yep. I was like, are they still together? Cause girl, <laughs> <laughs> watch out for your man. <laughs> so I thought they were. Apparently, they broke up. I think last year. Okay. Um, and so now it's rumored he is dating. Or no, what happened was I think a lot of people didn't know if they're broken up or not. But mm-hmm. then in the custody stuff with his ex-wife, he said something like, um, you know, like, I want to be able to see the kids while I'm doing this play in New York. So either I will be with them or their nanny or my longtime girlfriend. And I think her name is Sierra Prado or Prado, something like that. And she is one of Rihanna's close friends. And she was like CEO of 
I don't know, Fenty makeup or I don't know, some Rihanna thing or Savage, one of those things. But I was like kind of surprised because um, and also annoyed because like um, Taylor is like 10 years younger than Jesse. I think Jesse's 40 or 41. Mm -hmm. And then so in the article I was reading about Sierra, they were like, they're doing great despite the age difference. She's 43. So I'm like, so y'all aren't going to mention the age difference with Taylor, but you're going to mention this like two or three year age difference with Sierra. Mm. um but yeah i love that he's like dating someone you know age appropriate who's even older than him so um but yeah apparently that's his current girlfriend okay uh interesting all right well i mean taylor's doing fine for herself i think she's on the new kendrick album so does she sing no but she's like uh, it's uh, like it's almost over sort of but she's also like it happens to rhyme so she's like it's kind of a he said she said back and forth thing oh okay so they're like arguing but what she's saying is like definitely like has a cadence and okay even though it it, it's it's an interesting song um but yeah she's on the kendrick album Mm, mr morales yeah so oh yeah yeah but so my friend who's going this weekend he was like he made some joke like you know i'll try to take a picture to send to you and i was Mm. like do not because um after (laughs) the nude photo leak um the theater that it's in has installed uh, an infrared camera system that's facing the audience so it's going to be monitored real time by uh the theater security team Jeez, this is yeah. is there a lot of nudity like what's going on like is are they like what's what's happening is this play that they got all this top flight security happening <laughs> not top flight <laughs> <laughs> so i thought it was just uh i don't know like i thought it was just like this one scene i don't know maybe there's more i don't know um but it's I'm seems- just envisioning like the naked version of that scene from Euphoria, <laughs> the like gym scene <laughs> during uh, what's her name's play. Oh, it's <laughs> <Yeah>. like <laughs> a naked version of that. What was the what was he was he saying? I need a hero. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. Um, I-, I wonder if they're even actually doing that. Or if they're just saying it to try to deter people. Mm. But I was, it said something like um, the infrared like detection, like they'll be able to see like if someone's reaching into their purse to like pull out a piece of gum or if they're like reaching in to like pull out a camera. So, yeah. I don't want to be spied on. <laughs> like I mean, that. yeah, it's, it seems extra intense to me it seems like you just have like i don't know security walking the aisles but i guess maybe that'd be distracting for the actors so this is like on on broadway this isn't like an off broadway production yeah i'm pretty sure it's on broadway okay okay well jesse uh hmm. sierra uh hold your man tight (laughs) tight. (laughs) oh my gosh okay well that is all i have for news so we can go ahead and get into these shows henty 
Yeah, let's talk about what we've had our, our eyes on lately. Did you see the Married at First Sight finale? Oh, you already know I did. I think this is the first time where, spoiler alert, all the couples have decided to stay together. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think tonight, while we're taping this, uh, they're airing the reunion special. So we shall see if they actually end up staying together. I predict that Jasmina and what's his name? Michael. Michael. I predict they're not still together. Oh, they're the ones I like want to work the most. Like, oh my God. Well, like they're not living together. This child acts like she just doesn't find him attractive at all. It just them staying together was surprising to me i didn't expect that i was i was pretty surprised by that too i'm i hope she will come to her senses because i really feel like if they break up she will come to regret it i mean the psychic said you won't find anyone else for another i think she said five years (laughs) but it's like oh but i'll find somebody like right i was like that's that's not that long like Or maybe we've just been single for so long. (laughs) That that doesn't sound like like five years easy. (laughs) (laughs) But still, like the fact that, oh, you know, eventually you'll find somebody like that. I don't know. That that wouldn't necessarily make me want to stay with the current person I'm with if I know in five years. (laughs) I could have something better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or what you perceive to be better yes yes i I I love michael so much i agree like such a good dude she's blocking her own blessing i Mm. think i don't i mean she makes the beginning of their relationship i just feel like we didn't see on camera all the stuff she was talking about where she was just like we weren't speaking and i didn't yeah that kind of deal so yeah i love their like once they finally start getting along their little jokes oh my god Uh, so fucking cute they were cute and i'm just like you talk about how you like his arms and you like like certain things about him like what 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 more do you need to be attractive i don't (laughs) get it (laughs) you're holding you're holding back at this point Mm -hmm. i hope they get it together um but um i don't know i don't know i'm I'm very nervous i'm very nervous to watch it tomorrow steve first proposing or reproposing with the ring pop but then pulling out the real ring i was like oh i mean he's showing you how it's done fellas yeah (laughs) yes steve is just the man he's the man (laughs) <laughs> yeah steve and michael were hands down my like two favorite men this season like they are just oh my god like i mean i know like the job thing it's a little iffy you need a it's job a iffy, you need a job yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you need a job but <laughs> but outside of that he seems like a very very good partner yeah he's so when they do their like little dance moves together they did like the dance class they're just so cute they're cute 
yes they're I, I i hope they work out too i feel like if it ends it would be because of yeah actually with both of them like michael jasmina steve noy i feel like it will be the women who would end it i yeah. think the men are really in like all in i would agree yeah i would agree you know i i go back and forth on elijah Wan and yeah. <laughs> my, my girl katina you know you know i had nightmares about elijah Wan. <laughs> i forgot about that <laughs> oh my god i forgot <laughs> But you know, I I feel that's, like I'm sorry, that says so much. <laughs> you're having nightmares about a man on reality television you've never met. That says a lot about his like character. But the fact that I I am I I don't find him as terrible as I once thought he was. I think that's a very has, low bar. It's not as terrible as I thought. Hey, it's a step up. It's a step up. I was ready to write him off as like narcissist piece of shit. But I feel like there there is a window and a possibility that this man could change. It might be a long shot, but I feel like he at least has something that a lot of narcissists don't have, and that's awareness. And a willingness to actually make a little awareness. Bit <laughs> what? What awareness does he have? He's still yeah. talking about all the things she isn't doing right. And yes. oh, well, I'm seeing, I'm seeing her trying. What are you doing, Elijah? Juan? It's all about what Katina is or is not doing. What is he doing? <laughs> this is true, but i mean miss katina also tried to spin it and say that like she feels like this is something she needs someone who pushes her in the way that elijah Wan does coming out of like an emotionally abusive relationship i was gonna say call it stockholm syndrome (laughs) i do call it that (laughs) katina could do so much better i i don't disagree i don't disagree but there's something like kind of precious about them <laughs> like say what you will but he he likes her that man really likes her he really likes and cares yeah, about her funny way of showing it he does he's got issues I, he's got issues but there's there's some glimmers of hope in old Elijah on well Elijah Wan needs some therapy and I don't think Katina <laughs> should have to wait around for years for him to get to that point agree but katina also agreed to stay in the marriage so she signed up for it at this point she did and i so they are one couple i'm hoping at the reunion (laughs) they are not together watch them say we're pregnant oh my god please (laughs) katina please girl you got to get out they'll be like uh what's it jeff jeff day Jifty and uh oh i did were they boston they were boston they were boston they were the first season of boston i like them though because they were terrible oh i didn't i didn't mind them because i feel like jeff t like i get why i can't remember his wife's name 
it's not Sh- Shanice. Sha- I was thinking like Sha- Shari, Sh- Shari, Sherry, uh, Sh- yeah, well, whatever. Mrs. Jeff- with a sh- Mrs. Jeffy. I know she was upset at first because he did not want to sleep in the same bed with her. Oh, like he didn't want to be on camera. He didn't want to be like on camera being affectionate or doing anything with her. But it was like, but you see, they're still together. And I feel like him not wanting. Are they happy? Because I feel like once that baby came, it was, uh, they didn't seem that happy. Well, I mean, uh, he clearly moved from the living room into the bedroom (laughs) with her. So I guess they're doing all right. But he didn't seem like, I mean, there were definitely things that I felt like I wouldn't feel great if I was her either. But Uh like him, like wanting to go slow with the physical stuff, like I feel like that makes sense. And I feel like, if it was backwards and she was doing that, I don't think anybody would bat an eye at it. So, I mean, I like them. I like, to me, he was like, Jeffy wasn't controlling. He wasn't demanding any of that stuff that Elijah Wan is. So Elijah Wan also didn't sleep with her and made like a very conscious choice to not do that. You don't respect him in the same way you respect Jeffy. <laughs> Jeff, you see, you sound like a uh, Whitley Gilbert. <laughs> Why, Jeff? T- <laughs> <laughs> no, because I didn't like that. Um, like on that last episode, when all the couples meet after decision day, uh, Elijah Wan says something like, "Yeah, before, like when as soon as I would sleep with a woman, I would lose respect for her." And I was like, "What? That's a wild statement." It is, but it's his truth. Like that, there are men out there like that. Where well, then he needs to go to therapy. Like you, like agreed. Should... But he also had the awareness and allowed himself in this process to not go there with this woman. Okay, but in he's... order to like make sure he didn't make those same mistakes, that, that I would give him a little bit of credit for that no. progress. He still like worked through it. So how do we know like a month or two down the road he ain't gonna start losing respect for Katina because they slept together? <laughs> Child, I don't buy none of it. <laughs> oh well here we are. I have come full circle on Lachuan and he's not as terrible but you still think he is and that's okay because I think we're both right <laughs> again both right. I mean yeah like I there are some things where I was like oh like that was nice Elijah Wan but to me the positives don't outweigh the negatives enough and I'm very worried about Katina because I just see if he's never gonna let up on this cooking shit and this like you need to show up and talk again talking to her like he's her fucking like I don't know soccer coach like she's on a fucking college scholarship then I just feel like that is going to be many years of unhappiness for her and that's what I worry about like I don't like to me that's a terrible relationship where like every day I have to like work hard to like show you I'm like doing the things that you imagine a wife would do like that's fucking exhausting like that's no that's no way to live yeah I wouldn't sign up for it wouldn't be me but she did and (laughs) she did but I hope she comes to her senses and she leaves yeah 
or or i hope at least he will get into therapy but he's such like a quote-unquote alpha male i don't think he will i mean technically he was in therapy on this show you know some experts showed up like (laughs) three times in like what is it six weeks or eight weeks you, (laughs) you see how he reacted to dr pepper like yeah. And he was like, but she don't know about us, blah, 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 whatever. So clearly he wasn't receptive to the little bit of therapy they got. Well, I was going to say, he, I think he's one of those people, he, res, he responds to strong personalities, which is why I think maybe him and Katina aren't the greatest match because she's not, when she's with him, she is more subdued and submissive and not as assertive. Because yes, yeah. he was like that with Dr. Pepper, but when what's the other Mariana? Viviana. Viviana. Yeah. When she came and talked to him, she like called him out and checked him on that and like mm. didn't back down. Mm-hmm. And he That's behaved true. very differently. Yeah. So I think it's you know, he's just one of those people that he only responds to like kind of the same energy that he puts out. He's like yeah. a bulldozer. He's gonna bulldoze people that are a little more meek and mild mm, yeah which is still worry worrisome for yes <laughs> Tina. this is exactly this is why i'm worried about our girl yes but i i think because i'm just like i was surprised katina also was like very quick to say yes i was nervous i really thought he was gonna say no i, I thought he was did. too i'm like why are we at decision day and you're still complaining about the last meal she cooked and he she was like it was all right and he was like no that was inedible <laughs> really bitch like <laughs> and i think even pastor cal was like tread carefully like, <laughs> what are you doing like up to the last moment he is criticizing her right but then i don't i don't maybe this is very toxic but he also said some really beautiful things about her after that <laughs> oh great <laughs> so break me down and build me back up i love it <laughs> <laughs> either way we'll, we'll see what happens i'm i i am i hope they get it together but i wouldn't be surprised if they did not make it <laughs> I, that that's the one couple all the other couples i'm like oh i kind of hope they work out um but with them i'm like i really hope they don't because i feel like katina can live a happier life with someone else but it was funny to see that because remember katina Lindsay, and elijah Wan had that uh yeah on the honeymoon trip had that uh-huh. little tiff and now like elijah Wan and Lindsay are homies and right I, like whoa <laughs> and where did kinda, that come from but what you're saying about that bulldozer mentality because mm-hmm. i think Lindsay even said like elijah Wan and i are very similar yeah and i'm like oh strong. yeah like i feel like they should have been paired up <laughs> no because you don't you don't need to be with someone who's just like you you need to be with people no, that compliment but he, you you need somebody who's going to shut him down maybe not quite the same way that Lindsay does it but like he doesn't need katina's like okay i'll do better <laughs> no he needs somebody to be like mm, i'm not doing all that like i'll cook sometimes but but no. maybe that's katina's growth maybe katina's growth is to find her voice and well the experts ain't help her do it <laughs> 
Special, baby. <laughs> but yeah, with so I guess with the last couple, Mark and Lindsay, what are what are your predictions? I think they're they could go either way. Honestly, they are day to day. Um, I just it, it could go either way. I think they could make it. I think they could and be happy. They could also implode. That 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 laugh she did at the end was terrifying. <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> but it was also really cute because you know how Mark does his like terrified eyes. Like oh. yeah. <laughs> oh, he'd be looking so scared. <laughs> But then he was like, eh, that's my wife. <laughs> yeah. So it was it was cute. I th- I think they could make it. I think they could. I and uh, now I'm no, you know, I was, I was like, is this a double standard? Because I hope they'll make it, even though Lindsay is whatever. <laughs> but no, because Lindsay also doesn't have those same expectations that like that like um I don't know, such what stringent is that the word like expectations like elijah yeah. one has of mark yeah. so um it's a little different but she does need to she just needs to talk to him with more respect <laughs> and like if he does something she doesn't like like you can't like if you get to a fight with your partner you can't go for the jugular yeah like and Lindsay always goes for the fucking jugular straight for it yeah straight like that yeah um what else have I been watching I've been watching uh I finished the moon night I think I've been talking about that a lot Mm -hmm. uh ready for love reunion uh watch that I think this season was kind of what I felt like like a lot of these couples weren't real it seemed like people had packs to like make it to the end I don't know if they get some type of financial bonus but just only one of the couples seemed believable all the others seemed forced um and a lot of that seemed to be confirmed at the re the reunion actually was much spicier than the actual season <laughs> oh okay I gotta like, catch up they were talking about, you know, people kissing off camera and uh, there was like one incident where a cast member maybe groped another, or he did grope another cast member and he like self-eliminated. So we finally heard like the backstory oh to that. Um, so yeah, the reunion much, I would say, don't even watch the season, just skip right to the, <laughs> the reunion. <laughs> uh what else have i watched top chef i've been getting into the oh. seasons of top chef uh yeah i don't know why they i mean they're in houston this season and they are they are cooking up something all the meals just sound so good so <laughs> delicious and there's like a lot of like you know cooks of color that are doing really well uh okay. on this season too um so i'm excited to see who wins nice what else what else you know all the real housewives i've been watching the oc wrapped up beverly hills and atlanta just started so been watching those um 
I'm excited for P Valley that airs in <laughs> June and uh, Drag Race All Stars that finally airs this Friday. <laughs> Can't wait to see this all winter season. And did you see today? It looks like maybe there's like a, a surprise, like added cast member who hasn't been in all the promos. Oh, I hadn't seen that. Yeah, I don't know who it could be. Like, it looks like Raven, but I'm like, she ain't won nothing. So, <laughs> right. I don't know who it could be, but was Raven was season two, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Wait, that was who with Tyra. Tyra, Tyra, that's right. Yeah. The other Tyra. <laughs> um, I'm also looking forward to Game of Thrones, that new uh, Dragons, whatever, prequel series. I think that comes out, what, July? June or July this summer. Okay. So that should be cool. And lastly, season two of Hacks is starting to come out on HBO. That's that show with, I think, Gene Smart. Yeah, I I want to start that. Did you watch season one? I did. Was it good? yeah it was good it's like uh yeah very kind of dry humor um it's good i enjoy it i have it in my queue i need to start it yeah so that is it's what i've been watching what i got my eyes on oh i did see the new batman and dr strange movies would you no you didn't like it they could have kept it (laughs) yeah yeah <laughs> damn i felt that way about spider-man too but new spider-man wasn't good either like okay. it, it felt like uh i don't i don't know i don't know if okay. we were in like this pandemic lull would these movies have come out I don't, I don't know so i remember you saying that and then so i went to california a couple of weeks ago and i could watch it on the plane mm-hmm. so i finally watched the new spider-man i liked it and oh. I cried. You well, cried. I, I, yeah, I don't want to spoil it, but when At you know what who part? died. Well, you know who died. Oh wait, no, no, no. I um, I think I did tear up when you know who died, and then also when someone was falling off of a high place, and then someone else saved them. Uh huh. Because I remember, like, when I saw that movie, I cried when that happened. So, like, the fact that he was able to save this person in the way that he was not able to save that person in the other movie, it, like, I just, I was, like, like, I had to, like, contain (laughs) my crying because I was just, like, oh, my God, like, this was, like, almost like a not a redo but like he was able to like save someone in like a similar way that he lost someone he cared about so you know what i'm talking about no i don't i don't know what you're talking about okay okay so if you haven't seen it skip this part but when mj was falling and Uh the andrew garfield spider-man swooped in to save her because remember that's how oh wow emma stone died in his spider-man 
I vaguely remember him being actually I don't know that I ever saw his Spider-Mans. So Oh, okay. Yeah, because you know he was dating, I think Emma Stone. I think she was Gwen Stacy. And so she fell off of like a building or ledge or whatever. And he tried to catch her, but like he couldn't get there in time. Mm. And so the ways in Day of Fell, it was just like the way Emma Stone fell and so he was able to like save her so for me that was like very emotional because like you know he'd been talking the whole movie about how like he lost the person he loved and whatever so yeah it got me yeah if i had seen that spider-man then maybe it would have gotten (laughs) yeah (laughs) i mean the last half of the movie was the best part of the movie the first half was i don't know watching it in theaters it felt like there was a lot of like angsty and like uh, angsty looks and like awkward pauses that like seemed to go on forever Mm -hmm. and like no one in the theater was like laughing and it was clear like these are moments where they're like maybe pausing for (laughs) laughter Mm. um so i don't know i I wasn't impressed but apparently i'm not as looped into all the spider-man movies as you are yeah maybe if you were able to make some more connections it would <laughs> hit you a little harder uh, uh. well i mean i think you will definitely like dr strange um it kind of takes uh wandavision kind of where that show left off and oh i loved wandavision tackles some of what she was dealing with on that show okay but i don't know it felt very like uh batman against superman like i didn't i don't know if this is a spoiler but like wanda vision is or not wanda vision the red witch (laughs) is the villain of the movie Mm -hmm. so it's like I, i don't know it's just I guess I wasn't expecting that. And then I don't know. It just it wasn't as good. The first one was better. Mm, okay. The first one was better. Yeah, I like just watched the first Doctor Strange last year. Like I just did a binge of like all the Marvel movies I hadn't seen. Mm-hmm. Um and I think it was pretty much just like that and like the two Ant-Mans and oh yeah, and Shang-Chi and Black Widow, because they came out during COVID. Um but yeah because I was just I feel like Doctor Strange was like the one I was like least interested in but Mm. then when I watched it I I really liked it um but yeah I I really liked WandaVision so I'm excited to see it yeah and then I think someone pointed out you know on social media that a lot of like Doctor Strange like when he's in the Marvel Universe it's always like surrounded by kids and like helping a kid out i I don't know something weird with children (laughs) (laughs) so what are they trying to say you know maybe just implying that like why he always gotta have a kid in one of his movies maybe he's just longing to be a father maybe maybe So I'll just mention quickly because you did mention RuPaul's my uh-huh. the full title, but RuPaul's Drag Race All Stars. Uh, so I have been binging the seasons that I have not seen on Hulu. 
So um, <laughs> I'm like, I just have them like on while I'm working. So I've been able to get through them pretty fast. Like I just finished season six. And um, speaking of black fishing, your girl Roxy Andrews, I, I can't believe Different y'all. time, different time. This was Jersey Shore era. People I, were painting themselves orange and brown. She wasn't orange. She was brown. <laughs> I said they were diff- painting themselves orange and brown. Coco Montrese was also orange on that season. Yeah, but that was just a bad makeup. <laughs> she wasn't. <laughs> Now, Roxy, uh, what was interesting to me, I actually took a picture of my television I meant to send to you when, um, I can't remember what the challenge was, but Roxy was supposed to be some kind of like Latina something. And like for that challenge uh, on the runway, she did not paint herself as dark. So I'm like, so why for this one challenge, you ain't gonna do your uh, brown makeup? So I, yeah, I never saw it for her. And I know you talked about the bus, uh, her being left the bus stop story. Uh-huh. And cause I, t- cause you were like, if the Yara Sophia elimination got uh-huh. you, the bus stop stories don't get you. It didn't get me <laughs> at all. Cause I, and I was, I was, ex- I was like, okay, well maybe she's going to have like a redemption, like Candy Muse. Cause Candy Muse came in. Cause Candy Ooh, Muse. She redeemed. Cause she was a jerk. And then. The whole she, time. No, no, no. But then she was like, you know, I was kind of insecure, blah, blah, blah. And then Candy was not bad the last part of the season. She she was know. different. Roxy had an attitude the whole fucking time. I'm like, so you open it up. But like, it's it's a, a different era of drag race, man. But you're acting like this is from 1998. This was like 2014 or something. But it's like, it wasn't that long ago. When did they start doing Miss Congeniality? I think season two. Okay. Uh, it was to kind of com- start to combat hopefully some of the mean girlness. But like Drag Race used to be a lot more catty than Kumbaya. It was, it, yeah. <laughs> and and that was wanted and appreciated by the fans. Like I remember watching it in real time and being like, Relaska talks. I'm I'm with y'all. <laughs> like I am with y'all. Oh, see, I did not. But I feel like even though like there was caddy, like, I mean, I feel like first season, nobody was friends. But then I feel like after that, like, well, except for maybe like BB and um, was Nina Flowers, their name, mm-hmm. right? Um, but then after that, I feel like there was usually just kind of like one person, like being an asshole for the most part. Um, and so I feel like this season, it was Roxy. And it was just like, what's your like, what like what's your issue and I was so glad when Alaska was like I don't want to be part of Alaska talks anymore I was like good good for you Alaska because I liked Alaska yeah I mean they uh they had a moment and you know it got a little mean girl catty toxic yes but I also remember watching it in real time and thinking like these bitches are like killing it on the runway as far as like detox and roxy and jinx isn't alaska is just as funny as jinx but wasn't getting kind of the same shine necessarily all the time so you know watching it in real time i felt like we were riding that wave of like do we like jinx the judges love jinx (laughs) she all right but like, I think Jinx was like a controversial 
winner because mm. she was good at like you know the acting and the comedy but she wasn't good at everything else <laughs> but you know the funny thing i kind of feel like jinx had a similar journey to like sharon needles but because- i think sharon needles still had some like fashion about her and maybe fashion wasn't as big of a deal well that's only one season difference <laughs> yeah <laughs> but at some point fashion really started to like take over and you see that in se- season seven for sure like mm-hmm. it is very different like honestly uh what's her name uh glamour toad uh i can't think of it but she should have won season seven okay oh yeah well don't don't spoil it (laughs) no but because what's been fun is like so i knew who won one through three and then so now i don't know who wins up until we get to evie oddly wow so it's still kind of cool to like be but like what i have noticed is like there are names i definitely recognize so like our sharon needles i knew like bianca del rio adore delano Laganja Estranja, these are names that I had heard a lot. Uh-huh. Um, so I've I kind of like have an idea of like, okay, these people will probably like make Alaska too, Alaska Thunderfuck. Like, so I kind of know these people will make it um toward the end. But um all I'm saying is the same criteria that they use to allow Jinx to win the next season, the winner should have been. Well, the Someone next season was Bianca Del Rio. Then season seven, sorry. Mm-hmm. And and even Bianca Del Rio even proved it a little bit too. Like she was a comedy queen who wasn't necessarily fashion forward, but she did enough yeah. to get by. So that allowed her to win. And you thought that was going to continue in season seven, but it, it they went a different way and started prioritizing fashion over personality mm-hmm. and funny okay well don't give me any spoilers but (laughs) (laughs) but i was i've noticed that like the people who were like jerks like fifi o'hara roxy andrews darian lake like these people they might get far but they're not gonna win and i feel like like bianca like at first i was kind of like she had all these one-liners i was like oh my god this is gonna get exhausting but then like we saw like she was you know kind of hard exterior soft interior like you know she was kind of sweet like inside so um it's kind of seems like if you are you know like a, a diabetic like you're not gonna win and maybe that cha- maybe someone who was disliked does eventually win but i haven't seen it yet and it's <laughs> maybe evie oddly a little bit oh really <laughs> evie was she didn't take no shit like she would call evie was you get to her season evie's one of those people that is like about like radical honesty yeah. so she will like tell you how she feels unsolicited and a lot of times it does not come across as constructive criticism <laughs> mm, okay uh so so she kind of like courtney act no because i don't i don't remember courtney act like being a mean girl i mean oh 
to it Jocelyn was more, Fox. A little it was bit. more like shady to Jocelyn Fox. But okay. like, yeah. Evie had moments where like, she was going to come to blows. Oh, <laughs> <people>. shit. <laughs> and that's the other thing, man. You got to watch the Untucks along with it because that also gives you some insight into the cattiness that happens. Well, I'm trying to get through the seasons as fast as possible. And then my plan is to go back and watch Untucks. So then, because I'm, I'm like, I'm watching them so close together, people are running together. Yeah. So like, even now, like I can think of the people from Bianca's season, but like, it's hard for me to like, remember who was on like Jinx's season versus Sharon's season. So mm-hmm. um, I want to go back and watch Untucks to like refresh my memory. Okay. Well, I think the Untucks also give some, some color to mm-hmm. what's happening on the main stage. Okay. Yeah. I know I'm only getting half the story right now. I you are. <laughs> you are. Speaking of Trixie's gonna have a new show, Trixie's Motel. Did you see that on Discovery Plus? I did. That looks that looks cute. Discovery Plus, they're having all these shows and they're trying to make me get it, but I'm trying to hold <laughs> out. There's this one dating show that I've been wanting to finish that I can't find anywhere. It's not even on like the bootleg. Maybe I haven't tried YouTube. Maybe What's it's it on called? YouTube. Uh, Naked and Afraid of Love. Oh, that's on Discovery Plus? It is on Discovery Plus. I don't know. Oh, Discovery. but you, oh, I got you. I see. <laughs> I've never really gotten to Naked and Afraid, but. Oh, it's good. Is it's, it? People are, I mean, it's just, it's wild. It's wild. They have this, this new season. It's Naked and Afraid XL where people are in like teams and these are people that have been have already been on like regular naked and afraid where you like survive 21 days in the wilderness Mm -hmm. naked um now they like some people are doing 40 day challenges some people are doing 60 day challenges some people are doing 90 day challenges i'm like why why would you push yourself (laughs) to do this like to survive in the wild with nothing it's crazy it's crazy and look lately there have been more like people of color on there like there have been like black people on there where i'm just Uh -uh. like wow (laughs) wow okay and there's like no like cash prize right like it's not like none oh my god (laughs) i mean there's gotta be like something but it's not like you're competing for a cash prize it's literally just like i just want to see if i can do it Oh, no, thank you. I just want to prove it to myself Mm-mm. and my family back home. <laughs> I, know, I feel like if I wanted to prove something to myself, I would have to do like Amazing Race or <laughs> something, not naked and afraid. That sounds say, Who wants to be a millionaire? You know, family food. <laughs> <laughs> Price is right. I'll do something like that. Well, I meant more like it's some kind of outdoorsy proving it. <laughs> not just tv competition yes yeah yeah going going on jeopardy and quite the same (laughs) so a documentary popped up on my uh or my documentary section on hulu and it was like a picture of a guy in a world war ii military uniform and then there were like some smaller pics around him of like 40s and 50s uh stars um so I was like oh what is this about whatever so I watched the trailer 
it's called Scotty and the Secret History of Hollywood. I was not at all prepared for what it was about. Mm. Uh, so uh, you watched Hollywood on like the Ryan Murphy show on Netflix, right? No. Oh, you didn't watch it? No. Okay, so. I think you made me watch a couple episodes. <laughs> okay, yeah. So you remember like the gas station, right? And then like the guys, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the guys at the gas station were basically like turning tricks. Yeah. So I had no idea like that that part of Holly the show Hollywood was based on this guy Scotty Bowers like this was his real life. Mm. So he um got out like after World War II he started working this gas station in Hollywood. So like the Dylan McDermott character on Hollywood is based on Scotty, but at the time Scotty was only like 23. So he was like working at the gas station, whatever. And then um, this actor named Walter Pigeon came in one day and he, you know, like filled up his gas tank. And then Walter was like, hey, like you should come join me at my house for a swim. So he hopped in his car and went to Walter's house and like started messing around. So, whoa. <laughs> yeah. So, basically like once that started like and I mean he was getting paid for this stuff so like once that started like word of mouth spread about Scotty so people were coming to him for you know sex work basically so he got so popular like he had to recruit more people to help uh fulfill the like the requests so um one of the people who he like sent out on um like one of these jobs was rock hudson before he got famous and this is like the entire show (laughs) yeah right yeah so uh, but like so on the on the show hollywood rock hudson works at the gas station in real life i don't think he actually worked at the gas station um but yeah so I was like oh it makes sense now why because I was like why would y'all throw Rock Hudson in here but so now it makes sense um so allegedly uh Scotty had sent uh again before he became famous sent Rock Hudson out with uh Cary Grant and Mm -hmm. Some of the other celebs that uh Scotty claimed to service or provide service for were um the director george kukor uh spencer tracy katherine hepburn raymond burr vincent price cole porter and vivian lee scotty also claimed to everybody yeah (laughs) yeah a little bit everybody scotty also claimed to have a threesome with lana turner and north carolina native ava garner at frank sinatra's palm springs home so it sounds like frank probably was not home at the time oh he had a threesome oh okay ladies i like it it's yours <laughs> so you know some people came at him in the documentary and the documentary is based on um his memoir um which is called full service so like he was doing like book signings in the documentary and some people are like you know this is disrespectful why like you know why would you say this about their after they're gone and tarnish their legacies and Scotty said he purposely waited until after they were gone because, quote, the truth can't hurt them anymore, unquote. 
And he also pushed back at like what was so bad about what he was sharing um, because no one should be judged for being sexually free or gay or sex workers, et cetera. Um, so it all felt pretty positive for the most part. Um, he gave people a chance to, um, you know, like live their true lives in a time where it was pretty much impossible for them to do that. Um, so uh, it was good until they got a little bit into his childhood and that gets a little sad and we definitely see where some therapy probably would have helped but uh being old school he you know didn't really believe in that so um he did end up getting married in the 80s to a lounge singer named lois a woman uh, yeah oh. he, he was like sexually fluid okay um but she was pre- she was pretty funny in the doc but uh, it was also a little sad because she kept kind of making mentions about like you know she'll never read the book because she doesn't know that scotty and she doesn't want to know like all the things that he did and she also kind of alludes to feeling um like a bit misled because he never disclosed any of that to her before they got married Mm. so yeah um but uh yeah like Mm. they both lived into their 90s this documentary i think is from 2017 so definitely recommend it if you're into old hollywood it was it was pretty interesting and the very last thing um i'm still just giving a what the fuck to the season (laughs) of atlanta (laughs) i stopped watching it i think i might have to uh do you see the trini to the bone episode what happens in that episode? there's like uh this like white again none of the main characters are in it and there's a white couple in new york city they have like a i don't know six-year-old son and his nanny is a trinidadian lady no i haven't seen it um so it was really weird like so they're the parents are like where is she like she's not answering her phone and then they find out she's passed away and so like but the little boy i guess you know spending a lot of time with her like he sings all the trini songs and he's like saying like these little trini like trini to the bone like he's like you know quotes and everything and so they end up going to her funeral and um there's a white guy there uh and he's talking a trinidadian accent and they're like oh when did you move here and he's like oh no i'm from here but um I can't remember the lady's name, but she was my nanny. <laughs> and this is a cameo by Chet Hanks. So I'm just like, did y'all do, because there's no point to this episode. I'm like, did y'all just do this whole episode to have a little Chet Hanks cameo? <laughs> or, or this is how we get the Chet Hanks of the world. We have to blame ethnic <laughs> right right <laughs> blame chips <laughs> so yeah that episode i was just like what the fuck like it made no sense at all like That's, i kind of want to see that one now it's funny <laughs> it was so fucking weird um and then like the last episode it's called rich wigga poor wigga and it's like this guy it's all shot in black and white and there's Uh this guy 
his real his name is real life is like Tyreek, but I guess he's mixed and he like is white passing. Okay. And so uh he you know has a white girlfriend, has white friends, and then someone comes into school, someone um who is an alumni of the school or an alumna of the school, and um he's like, I'm providing scholarships to everyone, all the graduating seniors. So everyone celebrates and then he goes, everyone who's black. <laughs> And so then there's like a test, like he so all the black kids, everyone who wants to claim they're black has to go to the gym and basically go through like an audition process to get a scholarship. <laughs> they have to dribble a basketball. Uh. <laughs> he got so like this guy, like I guess he, because I thought because he like got dropped off at school by his dad, so I assumed people knew he was half black, but then it seemed like maybe they didn't know like his friends didn't know so he goes in and he's getting asked questions I don't know about good times and (laughs) about you know just all that kind of stuff um but like I was watching it because this is like you know like what Kevin Samuels passed away a couple weeks ago and so like the guy who comes in and gives the scholarships I was like is that Kevin Samuels I was like no and then, like, it, it was him. Oh. And so I was just like, now why would y'all cast this, like, controversial-ass, like, figure in your show? But whatever. It was... I mean, girl, they had Chet Hanks. <laughs> yeah, but Chet Hanks isn't quite the same to me as Kevin Samuels. Um, I was going to say, isn't Donald Glover also in Hot Water for things that he has said of late oh that interview of himself or is it yeah. Else? oh yeah. yeah yeah of course um and even like the like little synopsis for this black and white episode it says something like uh and why why do they always do black women like this or why don't they like black women or something and so I was reading like um you know someone's review of it and of, or of the season and they were like they thought the little synopsis were like they knew people would criticize the season so this was their way to get ahead of it so even like episode one it's like you know this story about this kid is cool and all but like I waited 50 years for the show to come back for this and so it's like well if you know it's bad do better (laughs) like don't write these little cheeky um plot summaries but uh yeah, it's um yeah, I think I might have to stop watching too because it's just god. Well then I feel like because <laughs> um my fiance watches it and he'll be cracking up in the other room. And I'm like, what what did I miss? <laughs> wow. So I'm like, wow. maybe maybe it's just not it's not I'm not the target. It's above me. No, I don't think so. I think it it's just below uh, me there you go no shade to your fiance but (laughs) it's beside me (laughs) i love these variations (laughs) oh my god yeah i uh i don't know it's just it's not doing it for me anymore and it makes me very sad because i thought it was such a smart show and it's just it was like I said, if they could find a way to relate 
the things that they're bringing up in these random episodes to what's happening to the characters. Like, what is going on with Van? I want to know. Like, give me more of that. <laughs> right. What is happening? Who is watching uh, Letty or the baby? <laughs> right. Why is she pushing people in the pools? Right. What is going on with her? Um, I just feel like I, I want to know more about the characters and they're not giving it to me. They're not giving it to me. It's like they didn't develop the characters very much this season. They were no. busy trying to push topics on us. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't like, like not it. Not even good topics. I mean, they're random. They're random. Now, I do I do want to see that Trudy episode. <laughs> that sounds funny. <laughs> Please tell me, does he say, I'm an island boy? <laughs> island boy. It does not do that. No. Damn it. <laughs> that would have been perfect. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, do you have anything else, Cam? No, this has uh, been a lot longer <laughs> than. Expected when you proposed this idea, I knew it was going to be <laughs> the longest episode we've ever recorded. So, thanks. Well, for you that. need to edit edit this down. Then, <laughs> what am I supposed to edit out? I don't know. All right, well, we'll, we'll figure it out. But uh, <laughs> thank you all if if you've made it this far. Thank you all for listening. Uh, you can some real ones, y'all. Some real ones, right? Probably are like day ones who held on uh you can follow us on social media on instagram and facebook at t-e-w-w-t-v pod wait that's twitter <laughs> that's twitter <laughs> oh sorry this this episode has been so long i've like finished my like second very full glass of wine <laughs> um you can follow us on twitter at t-e-w-w-t-v podcast and on instagram and facebook at their eyes were watching tv and you can um subscribe and well please subscribe on um apple Podcasts and on spotify and you can also rate and review and you can also listen to us on uh pandora uh, Podbean, iHeart Radio, and Amazon Music. Yeah, check us out. Engage. Thank you for listening. Yeah. Until next time. Adios. Get out of my head. I was literally about to say adios. Oh, really? That chispa connection. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Bye, y'all.